0: hello 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 welcome off the rails with on Unblitz. blitz friday january 27th gasparilla is upon the people that will remain in tampa this weekend you mean gaspolrilla and gaspolrilla um have you uh, you've lived here your whole life you've You've probably done Gasparilla a time or two or ten. Yes, yes. Um, I did it once, I did it twice, and I think I am good. I think I'm good. I don't think I ever need to do Gasparilla again unless, I don't know, the Diacos buy a property right on Bayshore and we spend the night there beforehand so we don't have to deal with traffic and we have a nice bathroom and just party at someone's house and watch the invasion and pass out by three. That is the ideal Gasparilla. It, that actually is. Yeah, you you don't want to actually go to the parade like the peasants. Oh, I do know someone who has a really nice place that's for Gasparilla. What I,
1: that's what I thought.
0: Yes, I forgot about this person. Yeah, I would do Gasparilla at that person's house. My friend who has the penthouse, the penthouse that saved a marriage. Can we call it that? You can. Um, so far, I suppose we should say the 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 penthouse that saved a marriage. Um, I, had a, I have a a friend. Who uh, was separated and it looked like her and her husband, who were together for like uh, 25 years, were going to go in opposite directions. But um, he pulled an audible and decided to buy a very nice condo in a very expensive part of town. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I you give this another try, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> and they're together. and it's And it sounds like obviously that's not the only thing you know it wasn't just the condo it was also the renovations as well cuz those were about 300,000. so mm. it was like i think it was like a million dollar condo if not more and then you know you have to have, you got to get the chandeliers and shit you can't just go roll in stock that's disgusting so that saved it, and it seems like they again. It's it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell on on social media, but I talk to this person periodically, and it sounds like things are going uh, pretty pretty well. Uh, some changes were made. Both people decided to really give it the old college try and and um, start doing some new stuff and stop doing some old stuff, and uh, they're together. So what a what an epic love story. But the only thing I would say with this friend is that. Uh, it seems like she likes to bring up all, a lot of the trials and tribulations that they've had. Every time she posts a picture of them together, she's like, "It wasn't always this easy." It's like, yeah, w- yeah, we know, we know. We, you don't have to remind us that y- you know all of the things that happen. Although I do appreciate it because I like overshares because it's fun for me to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, o- overshares are great. Sometimes overshares are not great. And let me give you an example of when that happened earlier this week. And actually told you about this. Um, A lot of things happened in jujitsu on Wednesday. I saw, I waited about, I I was trying to get the fuck out of there because the class ended at 9 p.m. And obviously we get up pretty early, so I was trying to leave. Um, But this guy had a big fucking bubble on his ear and uh he was gonna have this other guy just jab it with a needle and drain it and i was like well i gotta stick around for this so there was probably an audience of seven or eight people that were just standing around this guy just watching uh, another member of the the gym stab him it was disgusting because The guy who was doing the stabbing was wearing gloves, but he was also sweating profusely over him. That's good. So the guy's lying down and just beating sweat on him, but has the gloves and it's like getting wet. I'm like, nothing about this is hygienic at all, but that's fine. I still watched it. Not not much of a payoff. I was hoping for more pus and blood and I don't really know what comes out of a an ear that's inflated. Cause I know that once I think it, you get hit enough, it inflates and then you drain it and then you start to get the cauliflower ear, which can be a good look for a man. It, But I mean, I don't really like it. It doesn't look nice, but it makes you look like a badass. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So that there wasn't a lot of payoff. And then there was obviously the, uh, the pussy caper, not the song that bubble plays, but the smelly pussy caper, which is a different type of thing. Um, which was shocking, which was jarring. And it it and it not only affected me in the way where I was like, man, this pussy smells, I want to get away from this pussy, but it was also like, fuck, she obviously doesn't know, what if I'm rolling around with the fucking smelly puss? So that, and also, you know, like you're sweating in class, but this was not a the B.O. sweat. This was, like I said, like an infection smell. So anyways, that happened. But probably the most jarring thing that happened on Wednesday night was uh, I was paired up with this girl. We were the only two girls in class. There were probably about forty-five people in class. It was a huge class, and paired up with this girl. And we're we're doing you know the jujitsu. It's I, 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 the first class I take on Wednesdays. I take two classes. One is a intro beginner, and I just like drilling the beginner stuff because I don't remember all of it. So I'm just going to take that forever. And then the next class is the no-gi intermediate class, which I'm the worst one in the class, which is fine, but I go from being the best one in the class to the worst one in the class in a a matter of minutes. So it's like this adjustment of, like, I'm a bad bitch to I suck. You know, like, it's such a weird, because I'm like, I know what I'm doing. I got this bluebell. I'm like a fucking pro. And then I go to the intermediate class, and I'm like, I'm horrible. Wow so the humbling class. Yes, yes. So it's it's very weird to be in the bracket I'm in cuz I'm like the best beginner and the worst intermediate person. So, um I was taking the intro class and every time that there is the intro class, there's always a f- anywhere between 2 and 7 brand new people like first day at the gym. And you can always tell cuz they're wearing the wrong shit, but they don't know, you know, they come in and no, and and geese aren't like cheap, so it's like if you're just trying out a class, you don't want to commit and buy the gis and do the things and the rash guard. So um, there was this Asian woman, I would guess, in the realm of around 40. Okay. She didn't look good for 40, I'll say that. Uh-oh. Which probably means she was 25, but she looked old, which is weird. With Or she was 85. Could be. Could be. <laughs> B, but I'm going to guess that this person was probably 38 and she was not aging well. She had what I would call a not skinny fat. She wasn't fat, but she was just she looked loose and like wildly out of shape. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like you can be thin or thinner, but look like you like zero muscle mass, you know, kind of like skinnier legs with a with a big gut. Yeah. Sort of look. A little bit like the Kool-Aid guy. She had big tits, but not in a good way. So this girl um, was, was at the intro class, and at some point in the class, they decide to integrate the brand, brand new people with everyone else. So because she's a chick, and she was about my height, and the other girl, you know, we're the only girls in class, um... My, my instructor, Jeff, goes, uh, hey, Anna, like th- I'm sending you a, a chick and and she's going to kind of w- work with you two. And I said, OK, great. So we introduce ourselves, whatever. And we're working for a minute and I'm trying to explain. And it was one of those things where the move we were doing wasn't that complicated, but it's not first day material. So I'm like, I just looked at him like just watch, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. And it, it was a review because the a lot of the people are testing tomorrow for a big test. So the mm-hmm. best time to start is the following Monday after a test, because then we go a lot slower. It's not review. We're like going through the motions a lot um more clearly. So she was very confused. She did not seem very confident and she was not athletic at all. So it's not even like she's like, Oh, I did volleyball and I can kind of play along or mm-hmm. I did dance or cheer or something. She did nothing. So, uh, you know, that's a a different kind of brand of person. Most people that walk through the gym, uh, the the Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym, have at least played other sports, for sure. But not her. So, okay. So we're talking and showing her the moves. And um, I, I, you know, I'm not going to say her name, but obviously I said, what's your name? And then about about a minute later, I'm like, so why did you... Why did you start jiu-jitsu? Mm-hmm. And I meant it in a nice... Because most of the answers I hear from women are, uh, my boyfriend does it. Right. I, I saw it online. My answer is uh, Joe Rogan. I listen to a lot of Rogan. Yeah, something different. Wanted to
1: work out a different way.
0: Right. I had a friend who recommended it. Uh, mm-hmm. An ex-boyfriend got me into it. Whatever it is. It's usually a, a guy that brings them in. Mm-hmm. And it was the same with me, but it was happened to be Joe Rogan. So... uh. She just goes. I was raped. So it was a guy.
1: They brought her in. Was it? Was it not? I mean, I'm assuming it was a guy that raped her. <laughs> True.
0: That's not funny.
1: I yeah. I you know what? I'm Stop. sorry. I'm sorry. I should not just assume it was a guy. I'm. I apologize. He
0: could have identified as a woman with a penis. I mean, or it maybe could, it, it was it, a chick. I say like, it could have been a chick. Um. She goes. I was raped. And then, uh, the girl that I was originally working with goes, no way, me too. And I'm just wide-eyed. And then... You feel like left out? Not even 30 seconds, 10 seconds later, Jeff was like, all right, guys, bring it in, next move. And I'm like, I gotta go. We gotta go do the class now. Mm -hmm. It, it, what, this this is exactly how it was, I was like... uh, I just learned your... She could have just said, I want to try something new. Like, that would have been fine if we were talking after class for like... Because sometimes after class, I've talked with, uh, you know, Maria, that badass black belt. Yes. I've talked with her for like an hour and a half about like she grew up in Venezuela and we're talking about Venezuelan politics and shit and how bad it is over there. And then, you know, if, if it's something like that where you talk to someone after class for a while and you get to know them a little bit and they go, listen, like... I was sexually assaulted. And you're like, oh my God. Like, At least you can have time to properly respond to that instead of going, oh, I was raped. And then two seconds, all right, guys, bring it in. Mm. Next move. And I'm just like, oh. it was so
1: fucking awkward. No, you, you just need to do the Antonio or the Antone Dodson guy. They're raping everybody out here. And they just uh, <laughs> walk, walk away. To watch yeah, they're do. raping
0: everybody out here. I was, and then not only to her, for her to say, she didn't even say like, I was sexually assaulted. Like, she said rape. Like, that's the fucking worst one. You know, sexually assaulted, it could mean it involves rape, but rape is clearly the worst part of sexual assault. I mean, most of the time. trying to think of an example.
1: Yeah, I, I would think usually, like, if you're first meeting somebody and they ask you that question, you're like, if anything, you're like, look, I had some bad experiences. I just figured this would be a good way to protect myself. Perfect.
0: I would have been like, good then, on you, girl. And then when
1: you get to know the person, then be like, look, you know, I, you know, I, I was raped. Yeah, you know, that, that's okay. But like, right out of the shoot, bef- like that's a, a lot for me- <laughs> someone to yeah, like. That's a
0: lot. And you, I can tell right away when people are, you know, TMI Jones, because obviously they say outlandish, crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do I regret asking you why you started jujitsu? I shouldn't regret asking you that question. Now, I understand that that is a horribly traumatic experience. But, you know, and it's and it fucking sucks. But even now, because of all the Me Too and everybody's getting assaulted and it it has happened, of course. And I'm a woman and I'm very I lived with a murderer. So, yes, I know that Mm -hmm. things happen for sure. But when you disclose something that quickly, I'm like, you know, I'm almost like, how traumatic was it? Like, if you're just fucking throwing it out like that. And candy. that's kind of
1: was my other thought, too, is like, it it must be obviously something that, like, she just goes around and says
0: to everyone, to
1: everyone. like, hey,
0: like, here's... I was right. A, yeah, like... It's almost uh, like a form of attention. I'm right. a survivor. Right. Not a victim. Right. I'm a survivor. Right. Um... And, uh, yeah, and then for the other girl to go, yeah, me too, hashtag. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Literally, they be raping everybody out here. I'm like, what
1: the fuck? That's what you gotta say. And it
0: wasn't even like you said, you know, I was touched by a guy that I didn't really want. It was like full-blown fucking, like, they both said the R word. But hold on, even if And it's not what you're thinking, it's rape. Right,
1: but even if it was like an actual rape, you know, whatever, like forcibly held, like a bad, like all forms of rape are bad. I'm not saying it's not, but like, let's say it was the like,
0: worst you know, egregious type of rape, yeah, yeah. where it's like stranger danger. You're yeah. taking down. You yeah. would
1: still like still on first meet, you would say, you know, I had some bad experiences, you know, just something along those lines. I'm here to protect myself. So it doesn't happen again. Sure. You don't. And I, I wouldn't say either like, oh, you know, a sexual assault happened
0: or, you know, I wouldn't even say I that. I would have just said, I want to learn how to protect myself. But in even, fine, and yeah. even if
1: you want to go farther, you could say, oh, you know, I had some bad experiences or I had, you know, something happened in my past and I just, whatever.
0: Yeah. Like, F- okay. Okay. But, I would have been like, okay, good. Smart. That's good. But to be like, I was re- I feel like I have to sit down with you. I owe you some time to hear you out because clearly you want to talk about it. Exactly. But it, it was so awkward. For- it, bring bringing in, guys. Like,
1: you know, and I'm not saying this case and i'm not saying with rape but a lot of times when people like start out the conversation with something shocking it maybe wasn't that shocking or maybe
0: didn't happen and that's they, what i was thinking yeah not that it didn't happen but it's like did you assign the rape to it Correct. like you didn't you felt pressured into it and you did it and then you regretted it and now it's a rape well it's it's stories
1: like that you hear and then you get into it you're like well what happened and all that And like well i was drunk and i passed out and this guy that i've been dating for a while had sex with me
0: and i didn't realize it until i woke up
1: okay i mean i guess i guess that's
0: rape yeah but right and know. especially if it if if you're so willing to just talk about it like mm-hmm. that to a, to a complete stranger it, my first thought was like okay how traumatic was it and if it could be just... like
1: th- that person's like form of like Therapy. Taking control of this. Yeah, you know, hey, calling like, it out. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. You don't know. Everyone does something differently. But.
0: Everyone. Yeah, everyone handles it differently. But. So it was just awkward. And then when we, you know, because the, the way the class goes is. They show you a move or they review a move they do it a few times they mm-hmm. explain why you're doing it in, in a certain way and then it's like one, two three we all clap and then we go with our partner we work on it for about anywhere between five to six minutes and then bring it back learn a new move that's just the yeah yeah that's the uh the the format of the class mm-hmm. so when we learned that next move after the rape caper, I was like what do I I was like I'm just not gonna say shit. And I just went back. I'm like, all right. So this one, we start mount. I just started yeah. doing my thing. So
1: dark match. Steve says he's actually learning to do jujitsu, so he can start raping people.
0: Oh, per- <laughs> perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is he only taking back control? That's so weird. <laughs> he doesn't do any other moves. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. Yeah. And it was. It's one of those things that was so jarring. I'm like, I hope I'm not cracking a smile. Like I was raped. I'm like. What? Like that's crazy. But it was just so awkward and weird and I hate people who give like too too much information too quickly. Mm-hmm. And they don't even like do the well, not like I don't know. When I give TMI, like I, I don't know, usually it's like something gross I did or something whatever. I don't know. It's not nothing like personal trauma. You don't I don't know. That no. I just not the move Mm-mm. for most people. So it was a little bit, um, again, not right off the bat with new people you're bizarre. just meeting. Yeah. You don't yeah. start
1: out the friendship with that.
0: Yeah. And then, and then there was another girl, and it's funny, like my little feelers were up in the air. I met her a few weeks ago, and right off the bat, well, we bonded over a knee injury because I had an MCL deal. She had an ACL deal. We both had like knee braces on. So we were like talking about it. And then that somehow, um, transitioned into why she had to leave her last gym and this was all happening really quickly she's like yeah i had to leave my last gym because i like i i fucked a brown belt and it was it was so weird like that's like the hierarchy it's like a you know like a, a right. nobleman or a you know a knight yeah, yeah. uh not a pauper, not a pawn i would never fuck a white belt um but she's like yeah i've i I fucked the, a brown belt and it got out and da da da. And then this other girl, his wife was there. And I was just like, "Oh my god! Like you are a filthy McNasty. I'm gonna stay away from you. Not because you like to have sex, but you like to cause drama. And you're mm-hmm. you're not maybe here to to learn the moves. You're here to start trouble. So immediately I would I like retreat.
1: Yeah. So it was the the issue was the brown belt, not the wedding ring.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just re- weird the way she said it. She didn't even say like a guy. She's like, I fucked a brown belt. I'm like, oh, married up. Hy- well, not hypertrophy. Uh, hypergamy. Hypertrophy. Um, I'm like, <laughs> oh, go. okay. Marrying up. Not marrying up, but fucking up, I guess. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, that's uh, that's what happened. A lot of excitement. A lot of excitement at jujitsu. Um, and it's rare that you talk to anybody at jujitsu Uh, you talk about anything other than jujitsu and it's funny because like matt arroyo during the last belt ceremony i was able to attend he made a joke about like does anybody even know what anyone does here and i was like oh my god i don't i don't know what anyone you don't know who's a lawyer a doctor or anything i thought when you
1: guys started like one of the big things that your professor Mm -hmm. was saying was like how good of a networking thing this could be like so everyone like Get to know everyone and know what people do and exchange business cards and...
0: Well, that, but usually what, how that happens is you start hanging out with people outside of the gym.
1: But they go to the gym.
0: That go to the gym. Yeah. So I've been invited, I'm not even kidding you, probably about like 10 to 12 different birthdays or like right. we're going out Saturday mm-hmm. night. Obviously, when you're out and about, you're probably not talking about the moves anymore. You, t- you get to know each other for real yeah. and that's when you bond and network and do shit like that. You
1: guys could chat via that Excel spreadsheet deal
0: okay i'm just saying maybe other people didn't know what discord was i sure didn't i was confused when they were like so do you want to join our discord i'm like is that like excel like is it a spreadsheet or like they're like uh no i'm not emo (laughs) it's like (laughs) no i'm like can't you just text me Um, Discord, I I hated it Guys, 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 I'm gonna set up a group text Just so you know (laughs) I'm like, just fucking text me (laughs) I'm like, am I a fucking boomer But it was so much And then people comment on the comment to the comment Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah And then then I thought I got kicked out But they just, they cancelled it So I was asking around about that Because I didn't want to be a part of it But I I didn't want to be kicked out Right Like I felt like they just dropped me because all of a sudden it was like this Discord is unavailable. So I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. They They fucking let me go. We gotta get
1: rid of the undercover smelly puss girl. Yeah.
0: Oh man. (laughs) Fucking smelly puss. I feel so. I felt so bad for her. I'm like, oh no. And then I remember behind your back though. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I know. And but then when I saw smelly puss girl, um, I got out of a role with her Mm -hmm. on Wednesday, and then I remember like looking over and seeing um one of my one of my guy friends in the class and i just saw him going with her like they slapped hands and i was like oh buddy hope you don't smell it some guys like that i don't think so i don't think so like jim norton does he likes stinky pussies yeah it stank and it was so funny because i was like I i did not just smell a pussy like i was like let's do that move again and then i went like And I was like, oh, my God, it's stinky. Like, I was like, did I just smell? Because it was weird because it's not like I'm like, you know, I'm not like Coke snorting her puss stanks. Mm -hmm. It's just around and you breathe in and then you go and then you like taste it. And I went, no, 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 no. That was probably like, I don't know what I'm making things up in my head. I'm like, let's do that again. And I did it again. And I went and I went, oh, my fucking God, you got sour puss. Stank, disgusting. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was doing the move all weird. You know, she's like, "You got to come cl-. I'm like,
1: "You're tapping." Nope. and you're tapping. And she's like, "I've done nothing." You're like, "I know, but I'm choking."
0: I'm like, "We don't have to do the move. We don't have to complete the move." Like I remember being like, "Just throw your legs around me." We, there's no need to finish it. This is how you finish a triangle choke. Like, eh. And I was like, "Nope." no need to finish. We know how that goes. So, um, and then I just kept trying to do the move on her. Like, I'm like, can I do it again? Can I do it again? So I would do it five times in a row and she'd only like do it like once. So that's how I was trying to.
1: Big red that. says, if it smells like cologne, leave it alone. If it smells like fish, eat all you wish.
0: Great. Thank you. Big red. <laughs> Wiser words have never been said. Well, that i too. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, eight one three ninety, Bubba. If you'd like to call in about I'm your get you a shirt that says that, your stank puss or your uh, your your rape TMI stories. or if you're in Charleston and have some uh, advice, oh yeah, about uh, things to do. You know what? Maybe don't. Yeah, why not? Do we want to? Yeah.
1: Well, we started out and the chat was telling guys me guys gotta check to, this out, check that out. Well, they were telling me make sure I carry my gun where we're staying. Yeah, we'll be fine. I said. Well,
0: fine yeah yeah all i want to know is you know where to eat and um and that's pretty much all i'm concerned about because everything is new to me so if we just fucking walk down the to the pineapple fountain like whoa okay cool new mm-hmm. rainbow row i think it, i think it might be raining. i don't know how great the um supposed to be both days yeah that's fine i'll yeah, we'll bring an umbrella it'll work it'll be good mm-hmm. it'll be good um so frog yeah. talks frog talks frog talks 81390 Bubba. Uh I feel like we should here's the thing about the whole World War Three impending doom thing is that they've been they've been saying this for a minute. And and sometimes when something is in the news for as long as like Ukraine, Russia, people just get burnt out. They don't want to talk about it anymore. Cause it's just like, all right, is anything new happening? And you can see in the news how they're really trying to be like, no, for real. The doomsday clock is now to 90 seconds to midnight. Mm -hmm. No, for real nukes. No, they're stockpiling radiation medication. Like, it's really fucking happening. So I don't know how much of that is just, you know, sensationalizing shit to try to keep us engaged. But as we've we've learned with COVID, you can only beat people with fear porn for so long before they just go, I don't care. Mm Mm-hmm give me the covid i don't care anymore even my most liberalist 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 of family is like nah fuck it you know when when people in san francisco are going i don't give a fuck anymore you know that you know covid is over when my sister told me she didn't give a fuck anymore um she's like they start saying the things that we were saying back in 21 they, they it took them to 2023 to say but when they start saying things like, "Listen, I got to live my life." Mm-hmm. I go, "Yeah." I was saying that back in fucking June of 2020 when you were calling me a fucking piece of shit, but whatever, it's cool. Um, I know you've been uh waxed, if you know what I'm saying, 14 times and everybody feels a bit safer. It's time to return back to normal. Um, so yeah, it's uh it's over for them. But so now the, the media as Has shifted, and now we see a lot more attention to Putin, who I don't even know if he's alive anymore. Um, Apparently, he has cancer and Parkinson's, and he's bloated, and he's dead, but he's alive. He's not bloated. He's a male. That's right. Sorry. He's not bloated. He's puffy in the face. (laughs) So uh, I've I've seen a lot of speculations as to the health of this dictator and what he's up to. Um, I, I think I saw that Germany gave tanks, right? Yeah, they were
1: going to say no at
0: first, and then they said fine. They gave tanks, the UK is giving tanks, we're giving tanks, um... By the way, I don't think we're
1: giving them anything, these are like loans.
0: Well, loans, but sending them support, we could always have not have have done that. It yeah, just, I mean,
1: whether they actually send it back to or whoever we get it back or not, who knows. But.
0: Right, I mean, it took the uk yeah uh what till 2020 to pay off debts from world war ii they just
1: paid it off like a year ago yeah Yeah. in
0: 20 sorry 2020 excuse me um so for ukraine which is the poorest or one of the poorest countries in europe and probably even more poor now uh for them to pay something like this off i reckon it'll be a few centuries Mm -hmm. if ever but it's really not about the money it's more about being indebted as an ally, I think, is the move with um, with us. I don't know why we're not doing more to try to um, encourage negotiations. This was a, a conversation I had at my mother's house, and I think that I was accused of being a Putin, a Putin sympathizer, um, which I am not. I should come out and say that right now. Come out of the closet and say, hey, I'm not a Putin sympathizer. But I do think it's probably in everybody's best interest if we try to settle this before Putin, who apparently is on his last leg of life, may result to firing nukes. Um, Obviously, we don't want nukes sent to anybody, but I don't think we want it, especially to a NATO country, because then I think we're rope a doped into some shit that we don't want to deal with. Yeah. So um, and
1: realistically, like he's probably already Putin is probably already somewhat crazy. Sure. And if he's got, you know, cancer or some other issue where he doesn't care if he lives or not.
0: Yeah. Just start
1: sending nukes everywhere. Right. Right. I mean, that's what, you know, that's and, what could happen.
0: Right. And And it's like, he's crazy and he's a monster and he could kill you, but also he's completely incompetent and can't like finish this war that we thought was going to be over in two weeks. And it's been almost a fucking year. So it's kind of like, well, what is it? Is he crazy? But he's not. But he's calculated. But he's smart. But he's not. But Uh,
1: he is. And it's really a weird thing, too, because, like, had he sent more military power there, they would have no question. Like, it would easily overrun Ukraine. But they
0: haven't. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a Vietnam situation, but obviously right next door. Here's the difference, though, and I think the reason why they haven't completely demolished the (laughs) Ukraine—sorry, Ukraine— is um, because—and I heard someone talking about this— there's a lot of, like, historical and cultural sites that are very important to Russia and Russians in Ukraine. Because they consider it part of Russia. Oh, absolutely. So they don't want to completely demolish some of these very, like, culturally important places. So they're trying to preserve it. It seems like they want to— you know preserve it and have control over it versus completely demolish it yes but i obviously in order to win a war you kind of have to do some damage mm-hmm. so again i'm not i'm not a uh an expert on any of this but i'm just thinking the fact that we're inching closer and closer to nuclear war it just seems like Why why aren't we and by we I mean the United States and NATO doing more to kind of quell this uh, conflict and go hey listen Ukraine I get it doesn't seem like it's very nice. Um, but maybe we just give him the Donbass region and uh, call it a day because um, the people there don't want to be part of Ukraine. <laughs> it seems like right. there was a, like a referendum in 2014 and 89 percent of them said, uh, I don't want to be I don't yeah. want to be controlled by Ukraine. I speak Russian. I am Russian. Mm-hmm. Uh, take me back motherland. So and that's um, really all
1: that Putin wants.
0: Yeah, it, it seems. But then it's like, well, you give a you give him an inch, he's gonna take a mile. Okay, well, let's not just assume that. Mm, let's right. just let if let's give him the dawn bask and 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 then wait and see what happens. Versus like uh, we go to a full blown World War Three, getting nukes involved. It just doesn't. It seems irresponsible. Um and also we don't care about Ukraine. Right. At all. There's Not nothing really. there for us. If it okay. If it was like the Middle East. Well there's a there lot. was oil. Or there was right. at least some sort of gain other than just virtue signaling for it's us. It's funny because
1: it's a lot of um companies, even in America, hire computer programmers and things that live in Ukraine but like that doesn't really register like it does with the oil thing. So like there's like it kind of matters but not really.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think I think we could easily outsource it somewhere else. It's not worth American lives, I don't think, or involvement in a war. So I just don't understand why we keep making this worse and I know I've talked about this before, but this whole Ukraine deal, and I don't know what what they're going to call this war, but um This operation of of this Russian offensive in Ukraine, it's not like this was unprovoked, you know, Uh, and I know people have heard me talk about the when the Soviet Union dissolved in 91, there was I think it was it was a verbal uh, not I don't know if it was a treaty, but a, a verbal agreement and also in writing that NATO would not go one inch to the east of Germany so that Russia could kind of have its sphere of influence and the West could kind of have their sphere of influence. Um, and since then, there's been like, what, 15 to 20 new countries who've joined NATO mm-hmm. and just encroaching on their space. And then the, their last kind of buffer of defense was Ukraine, and now they want to join NATO, and they're just like, uh-uh, no, absolutely fucking not. So.
1: And then, uh, did you see what the WHO said this morning about the medications?
0: About the stockpiling,
1: yeah, yeah. Start taking the any of the you know like iodine and things like that that they use in case of a nuclear attack.
0: Like they're recommending that for Americans or Uh, everybody or everybody,
1: but mainly the EU countries. Oh, okay. They say that you know it's it's very likely Putin will start using nukes. So and isn't that
0: worst case scenario to nuclear war? Right? Isn't that among worst case scenario and The more the more that we're giving Ukraine equipment and artillery and support and then we're getting closer and closer to doomsday. Don't you think that they think that they're like, maybe we should go in the other direction because it seems to be odd that we keep giving Ukraine support and it's making the situation worse. I just I don't (sighs) understand. I don't understand if I was helping a country and we're getting closer and closer to a potential Worst case scenario, then that's... Then the solution is worse than the problem. Right. If we would just go hands off, go, they're not part of NATO. They're not going to join NATO. Yep. Uh, Fucking, uh, it's time to go to the negotiation tables, guys. Mm -hmm. And figure something out, because we're not getting involved in this fucking bullshit. But apparently, that's not the case. Um, And I don't know why. I... I I don't know why if it's too Yeah, I don't know why we keep like imp- We can virtue signal with like you know, Twitter posts like yeah. love you Ukraine but Right.
1: put tanks put some flags out in the yard yeah, or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, do something meaningless. But,
1: yeah, but we keep sending them stuff and now it's like real war materials and we're like we're not involved. We're not Yes, we are. We're sending them tanks. Mhm. That's being involved.
0: I feel like this is residual. Oh, and by the way, not,
1: now they're asking the they want F16s.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. This just seems to be, you know, residual Cold War tensions playing out, like even Mm -hmm. though the Cold War ended, the rivalry between, you know, these two superpowers um, is Russia a superpower. Like, yes, when it comes to nukes. Sure. Like, uh, so it just seems like we're continuing this Cold War is now turning into a hot war. And it seems that, I don't know, obviously Putin is a madman, but and he's crazy and he's going to kill us all. But also he's completely incompetent and can't even pull this off. So it just seems weird. It seems bizarre. Um, I I forgot who I heard talking about this. But, you know, Russia usually wins the war involves and not because they're amazing and great, but because they just have the bodies. Yeah that they just throw bodies at something long enough and um, they they end up victorious, Just be, but it's going to cost them like 500,000 people. Mm-hmm. But the thing but about Russia that. and places that are communist and or fascist, these two ideologies have this in common, is that it's all about the collective. The individual doesn't really matter. So if everything is from Mother Russia or Mother China or mother uh, Germany during World War II. It doesn't it doesn't matter what you have to give because the ends justify the means sort of a deal. So Russia, it seems like it is they don't really care about individuals. It's all just about the collective, so they're happy to throw bodies. And they got a lot of bodies, like China, for now, uh, did the same thing, you know, where it's like Mao killed, what, 100 million of his own people? Didn't even bat an eye. Soviet Union, uh, Joseph Stalin killed, like, 20 million of his own people. Didn't even bat an eye. Like, that shit just kind of happens. I saw an interesting debate yesterday on a Lex Friedman podcast about um, communism versus fascism. Which one is worse? And they made some interesting points. Fascism got a bad rap, and rightly so you know, to call someone a fascist. But when you call someone a communist, I mean, it it doesn't really... People happily come out in, in the woodworks in America and they're like, I'm a proud Marxist. I'm a proud communist. And it seems like everyone is like, oh, okay. Like, we may be like, that's dumb, but we don't think that they're evil mm-hmm. usually but one of the guys on the show was like we should the branding should be the same they're just as bad as fascists why aren't we you know condemning them the same way we do with like a white nationalist or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so they did they did good work with branding i guess but in a lot of ways you know it's it's funny cuz like communism and fascism are on opposite sides of the political spectrum but when they're at so fringe it's almost like it comes full circle and they're actually similar in a lot of in a lot of ways but the thing about communism and why communism is never worked or doesn't even really truly exist is because you can't really have there's no such thing as like a communist state because under true communism this the state evaporates Mm -hmm. like it's a stateless classless society where everything belongs to everybody and we all just kind of live in this um, egalitarian utopia sort of thing. Like, that's the goal, I think. Yeah. But with fascism, every it's like a nationalism on steroids where everything is for the state and there's a rigid social hierarchy with obviously, like, a dictator at the top. But under every communist regime, there's been a dictator at the top. So it's just... It, there's a lot of similarities some differences both are evil um but that doesn't mean that like democracy here's the thing true democracy doesn't really exist cuz every people are greedy and people are corrupt and you know you have um cronyism and corporatism and stuff like that so everything gets poisoned by people but like what's the what's the best system to try to avoid the worst things i would say it's probably you know, capitalism with a democracy kicker. Not that we even have a democracy. People no. are like, democracy, democracy. I'm like, well, do we? I mean, we pick the people who pick the people. Mm-hmm. I guess is what we do. So, let's take a phone call, shall we? Hello, who's this? Hey, Anna. Hey, Blitz. what's up? Hey, are you guys driving up to Charleston? Yeah. You should check out uh, the Mighty Eighth uh, Air Force Museum uh, in oh. Savannah, Georgia. It's right I've been, off I've been there. the interstate. Oh, yeah. Have you? Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't give me any ideas. I thank know you. I don't care, but... We're already uh, going to. Um, was that the, the one? that was got, like what,
1: like a B forty seven out front or something?
0: Yeah, and then there is a couple inside. Yep, I've been there. Yep. Oh, already cool. Cool. Thank I you appreciate. for thank you for calling in. we'll, <laughs> yep. we'll be visiting the um, the Charleston Airport. Yes, we will. Because that's ho- an amusement our, park. Our hotel is right by there. Of course it is. Not too far. And apparently, you know, I, I made a, a comment yesterday about like, oh, because we'll see planes we don't have here. And you're like, actually, we don't have those planes here. <laughs> Correct. Um, And they're just commercial planes, right? Nothing. Yes. Too spectacular, but still exciting.
1: Well, there's a lot of military planes there, too. Really? There's a mil- So the the airport northwest part of it is an air force base joint base charleston
0: Uh, adjacent to the same
1: it's on the same thing yeah they use the same airport
0: i feel like that that's not the move it it
1: actually is the move it is yeah i mean because charleston is not a very busy airport okay Uh, at all okay so
0: i didn't know if you you want interference of like commercial with military it doesn't i mean it's all right what do i know not much not much at all um, predictions on the Russia-Ukraine deal in, like, the next six months. Oh, full-blown nukes all over the, the Do world. Do you really think so? No. Do you think it's going to get resolved? Do you think Putin's going to die? Um,
1: resolved? No. Okay. They'll, they'll come to some kind of, uh, uh, agreement. Okay. But it'll always be like, well, we really wanted more, and, mm-hmm. you know, the other side, well, we wanted to give them less. Right, right. But- I mean, it'll it'll be uh I wouldn't say over, but, you know, it, it, it's not going to get ramped up, I don't think.
0: Yeah. I'm like, is this going to be obviously not the same thing, but is this going to be kind of just like a, a regional issue that's going to have flare ups like the Israelis and Palestinians? Now, I understand that that's a completely different situation in the sense that, like, it's not like the Palestinians are going to use nukes on the Israelis or, or vice versa, just because, A, uh, I mean, the If if the Israelis wanted today to eradicate every Palestinian, they could. They're not going to because that's not a good look, obviously. Um, And also the fact that, you know, the West Bank, the Golan Heights, Gaza is like in Israel. You probably don't want to be like nuking your own country sort of deal, if that makes sense. It's not like you're nuking someone over there. It's like you're nuking, you know, a place that's maybe there's an Israeli city and 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 an Arab city like a mile away from each other. You you wouldn't really be able to do that. But what I'm saying is like it's a a consistent thing where there's constant flare ups all the time. Um, I was listening to this Palestinian guy talk about uh, the humanitarian crisis in Palestine. He's a Muslim guy. And he was saying that it's the, the situation over there is actually it's not about religion i was like oh it's it's not okay and he seemed to be a very nice man and he was talking to lex friedman it was another lex friedman deal i listen to a lot of lex not because lex is great but he brings on good interesting people he's got a
1: lot of good inflection (laughs) yeah he's got
0: he's a robot but he brought i forgot i forget what his name is it was like probably muhammad or something iman solomon i i don't know but anyways he he brought this guy on and again, not that I just side with Israel because I was born there, because I'm Jewish, and and here's the thing: like I don't think that, and I think this is unfair when people are critical of Israel and they're like, "You're an anti semite." It's like you can be critical of a country and its policies and not hate Jews. Like that's you should be able to make that distinction if you're a human with a brain. But I mean, I I know that these the people, you know, especially these Palestinian people who who speak on the humanitarian issue. And I understand that it is a problem. I'm not saying it's good, but also what do you want Israel to do? Because if you ask the Palestinians, most of them, what they want, it seems like they don't want Israel to exist at all. Like there's no two state solution for them. It's, you know, drive the Jews into the water And I understand that there were a lot of Palestinian people living there before Israel became a state, but there were also Jews living there before Israel was a state and was just a, I believe it was a British mandate before it was, um, it got independence in 48. But yeah, so that situation, I always like to listen to the other side because they just, and and here's the thing, if you listen, if you talk to the Israelis, you're really only going to hear a biased opinion. If you talk to the Palestinians, you're going to hear a biased opinion. So you kind of got to go, well, what's the solution in between or what what, what's the truth here because yeah maybe there could be some some pretty um uh stiff laws involving you know what do they call it the the patrolling of the area so like the palestinians are kind of uh managed in a way where they have to go through checkpoints Mm -hmm. and uh, they they don't have a lot of mobility, but then it's like, well, a lot of these guys are. Uh, what's the? Oh my god, not Hamas. Hamas guys, right? That want to come love in. Hamas and uh, Hamas is delicious, yes. by the way. But you have these guys who come in and want to just destroy Israel. Uh, you got to kind of vet those people too, kind of like the. The migrant situation mm-hmm. that we have here, it's like, oh, well, why are we treating these people like prisoners? It's like or criminals. It's it's like, well, cause some of them are, and we need to vet everybody and we need to protect the people within our borders. Mm-hmm. And something that people don't really know about Israel, but 20% of Israel's population are Arab. Whether they be Muslim or Christian, you know, you don't really see a lot of Christians in in much of the Arab world they've all kind of left and where do they go a lot of them go to Israel a lot of them go to Europe because they've faced persecution in their own countries a lot of Jews left Iran that's they're all in LA now did you know that and they all went to UC Santa Barbara but there's tons of Jews it's it's so funny and they all then and some of them speak Hebrew but a lot of them speak Farsi because they're Iranian but they're Jewish Mm -hmm. so yeah I had a lot of friends at at UC Santa Barbara that were uh, Persian Jews they do not even call themselves Iranian but they do all the Persian stuff, like eat Tadik and do Persian New Year. So, yeah, um, not good. Not good. What's going on with uh, a lot of places in the world? I was concerned about Taiwan and, and China, but I feel like China. I- I've been listening to this Peter Zehan guy. I know, like, you, you've you heard me listen to him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he really turned it around for me because I'm like, oh, China. China's the big dog on campus. China's going to overtake us. And he's like, Pff. Give it fucking five years. He's like, all those old Chinese people are going to be dead. The population's going to be cut in half and China's got fucking nothing. And I'm like, really? So um, he's giving me hope for, uh, you know, U.S. dominance and prosperity. <laughs> so that made me feel good. That makes me feel good. Actually, let's go to the next film. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, we got a lot to do today. We sure do. Thank you guys for uh, listening to me ramble. Mostly Blitz. Thank you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for those that tuned in. I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, go go to Bubba's Track on Sunday we'll and Monday. There. We'll be there. Tomorrow. Great in... T- no, I'm not fucking doing nothing. Picking up
1: rocks, ho. No. I'm going to give you a bucket and say, look, when you get those... <laughs> <laughs> you, you we get, gotta go. When you get the bucket full, we'll
0: go. We gotta go. Leave that five bucks. Uh, have a great weekend, extended weekend. I know Monday, Tuesday is not really a holiday for anybody but us, but we can't wait to go to Charleston and get some, some good footage for you people. Yeah, some barbecue. Some barbecue, some seafood, all the things we love so much. But, I mean, I am gonna get some barbecue. Mm hmm. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys Wednesday morning, okay? Take care and be safe. Goodbye.